Hello everyone and welcome back to a fun age podcast and I'm your host Fiza Shake coming back to you for the seventh episode of this season and my seventh episode of all time and before I preface this video I just wanted to do a quick PSA if you haven't done what I am going to be describing then I, oh, I highly recommend that you do it. It is possibly the best um, feeling in the entire world. There is no greater joy ever than just turning up Beach House, the band, and, like, cooking, and then there's sunlight streaming through your windows. There is really no greater joy. I literally just did that, and I... I was having such a wild fun time and like I was I am home alone right now my parents are out um like looking at cars or something I have no idea what they're doing but oh my god that was perhaps the one of the most fun experiences I've had in a while and it was it's been like the first sunny day here in beautiful beautiful Georgia for four months maybe we haven't had a proper sunny day in a while and it's just it's been all doom and gloom and like very dark and gray and rainy and kind of sad honestly for for a long time now so that that was really really a good experience and I feel really I feel so happy when it's sunny and summery and I just feel like awake and like uh, I just feel all happy in general, and I don't get me wrong, I do love autumn. I think autumn and summer are, like, my favorite seasons for sure, but there's they're, they're my favorite for two completely different reasons. While autumn is very, like, warm and cozy and pumpkins and, um, very, it's all staying at home and very, it, it's good. It's, like, sweaters and blankets and watching movies a lot but summer is just it's different for me my birthday's in July and it's it's just always been something that's been so nostalgic and it's just the time of the year that I really look forward to almost more so than the fall it just makes me really happy I don't know why and so this beautiful sunny day, very beautiful rare sunny day, um, was really good. So, I'm recording this episode, um, about two weeks in advance, I think. I hope, um, if it's not, then you're just listening to it when you're listening to it. But a good thing that I love about having not a lot of listeners, um, I can literally just talk about whatever the heck I want and... There's gonna be like no pushback because I'm pretty sure um, <laughs> everyone that listens to this podcast either is like um, really close friends with me or just, um, yeah, I'm pretty sure my friends are like the only people that listen to this podcast, which is super funny. But yeah, hey guys. <laughs> um, so today's episode's topic is on. Um, I actually had a list, and I didn't really decide, um, I, 
okay, I'll make it about relationships. I'll make it about high school relationships. I will talk about that, and hopefully you can relate. Um, hold on. I need to, like, close my door. I'm my sister here. So, high school relationships. I have not been in many, that's for sure. I feel like when it comes to, like, I guess, mutually exclusive, um, types of relationships, I've really only had, um, three. I feel like I have to think about it because it's very hard to define things when you don't want to. It's very hard to, like, go in and be like, let's put a label on it. That's it's weird so I'd say three that did have a label and in my entire life too in high school just um one and then there there's like a lot of filler you know you know there's a lot of filler there's a lot of um we're just friends but maybe something more there's a lot of um there's a lot of like we never went on real dates, but it was so obvious to everyone what was happening. There was a lot of that, and there was a lot of these things that I've never told anyone, and I've really just kept to myself because I'm, alright, I'm a very open person, especially when it comes to my friends, and I, I really just, I really don't hold back, but, but when it comes with that, but what comes with that is just like this feeling of like you always feel like you're an open book with nothing left to spare so when something comes along and you're like you just want to keep it to yourself and you don't want like anyone to know what's going on with you you don't want like with you and that person though you don't want anyone to like know to be privy to like every single detail or like you don't want to like tell your friends about it you don't want to complain to anyone about it and it's just something that is just for you and it's like a secret but it's not really a secret because there's another person involved but it's just something that's only for you so I've had two people in my life like that and I mean I there's just like sometimes where I feel like that I will always forget, like I, like I sometimes you just feel like you will eventually forget about someone, but the truth is that it, you just never do, it doesn't matter how old you get and how many years have passed, there are so many people that you will literally never stop like thinking about, even if it's once a month or if it's like multiple times a day, it's just some people are really hard to forget and I personally take that as a good thing um I see I see people who are unforgettable as just um I choose to keep the good memories and I choose to forget the bad ones because most of the time these people who you can't forget are people who aren't in your life anymore in one way or the other um, okay, I'll give you an example. So, I've known this one guy for, um, all my life, literally all my life, 
we grew up together in diapers. Um, our moms, our parents, our families, our friends, and um, I, I just, there's no other way to say that we were literally just in the same cradle. Um, he's one year older than me, about a year older than me, um, but the thing is, I've had many um, experiences with this person that I would consider to be my first um, I'm not really going to go into detail because it's really not something that I want to put on the internet forever. But, um, I consider this person to be, like, extremely important to me. And yet, I don't see this person, like, ever. Maybe once a year. Not at all in 2020 because we just had, um, you know, pandemic, whatever. But I still consider this person, like, really important in shaping like who I am in some way um or just a really important person that made me think about things differently and just because of the time that we had with each other was super important to just my development in a lot of ways that is someone that even though I don't talk to ever I no texting not on social media and stuff um but, and yet, at the same time, it's someone that I think about a lot, think about every couple weeks, and I, I get, like, memories back that I thought that I had forgotten, and so, yeah, that's my point, that people that you think you forget are just, you're never gonna forget them, but it's better to make peace with the good memories that you have instead of focusing on what could, what could have been what could have happened if it wasn't, if it was the right time, um, what could have, what could have happened, and this is one per one of the people that I just cho- choose to keep a secret to myself, oh my god, I just like slammed my knee on the freaking, on my freaking desk, but okay, um, what was I saying? Yeah, this is one of the people that I choose to keep to myself as a secret and uh, just not ever, I've not even told my best friend about him and Shamila is probably listening to this episode right now going, girl, you have to tell me how this is. Um, and what I'll say is like, I've probably mentioned him a few times, so I will, I will give you a name maybe, maybe if I'm feeling generous. But, yeah, that's someone that, that's just an example of, like, good memories and just choosing to forget everything else and choosing to sort of have a story that you can look back on and when the memories come to you back in flashes, it's all positive and it's, it's a secret of yours and it's, it's a, it's a good thing to me. I don't know if everyone can do it, but I generally think it is positive and something that we should all try to experience. I don't even know what I just talked about. I just, um, it's, it's so weird how, how strange it is to feel anything at all and feel anything so deeply for someone oh my god I'm literally 16 
Okay, that's another thing we should talk about. Um, people are always talking about how teenagers can't truly love. I disagree. Um, I'm not, I've definitely felt love. Have I? Yeah. For the person I was just talking about, for sure. I mean, uh, it it's almost inevitable. It's almost like a silly question to be like, did you ever love him? Yeah, of course. I mean, I'm not, I mean, I wouldn't ever have thought so much about someone and not, like, feel anything. I feel like that would be impossible to not feel anything. Just, when you experience something with somebody and it's, like, new or it's, it's, your, I don't want to say the word, but it's just when you experience something with someone and it means something incredibly important to both of you, there's a bond there that I am 100% sure that I have is that no matter how little I ever talk to this person or how little I ever interact with them or see them in real life, it's gonna be, um, It's going to hold something special to me no matter what. It's scary to realize these things, but it's calming to know that you're at peace with them and you've made your peace a long time ago. When you're apart from someone for a long time, especially as I always have been, I've only seen this person like a couple, once every couple months, um, even before quarantine and I've made my peace with that fact and made my peace with just knowing how these memories are gonna last I'd made that peace a long time ago and I'm okay with it now and I think that's how it's gonna be for every single relationship or every single sort of relationship that you will ever have anyway that was a fun tangent shit oh my god shit oh my god fucking hell anyway what just happened I literally just ran over with my chair over some papers oh wonderful I'll take care of it later um so what prompted me to make this episode so when I'm making this episode it's uh January 9th I think Okay, so there's this song called, um, Driver's License by, um, Olivia Rod- Rodrigo, and, um, I don't know why, but, like, okay, so the girl who wrote it, Olivia Rodrigo, is, like, 17, I'm 16, so it's, like, not that big of a difference, but I just, like, it just made me remember, like, so many things that I just... I had forgotten for a very long time. Um, songs like that tend to do that for me, and it was really not what I. This episode was supposed to not be about all this stuff, but honestly, um, I'm kind of glad I got it off my chest because I know all my friends are gonna listen to this and be like, "Oh my God, friends, well, I listened to your episode. Um, you don't need me. Um, no, I don't need you, but I want you very much, and that's better than needing. I." yeah 
oh my god i don't know why but i just go off topic so much in this podcast it's like crazy dude um I've, i've also been chewing gum oh my god i think the entire audio is just me chewing gum that is so funny wait i don't think anything like saved oops Oh, shit. Well, it is what it is. Um, yeah. Bye. Bye, I guess. I have nothing else to say. So I'm just going to stop this episode before I start rambling about something else. Later. It was very nostalgic, and I just was not expecting that. But, uh, yeah, it just prompted me to, like, kind of cry for a few hours, maybe... Maybe not. Um, I'll keep you guys um, in a little bit of mystery as to whether or not I cried for a couple hours because I listened to Driver's License by Olivia Rodrigo. Um, I'll let you guys decide. Um, Super sad. And then on top of that, I went to bed yesterday just like kind of feeling out of place with my life and just out of place and not feeling like I just felt like I was a robot. I just felt like I didn't belong anywhere. It was such a weird feeling. So I didn't wake up feeling the best. But I was trying to like make um, a good day for myself. But it just didn't happen today. I just... Today was rough, man. I just felt really nostalgic. But like sad and very unmotivated. And feeling like I have like a huge boulder on my back and I've been trying to run it up that hill but push it up that hill but it's just not been happening and it's been really difficult these past few weeks especially on mentally and um yeah it's been hard and I didn't really need uh, another day of um existential despair um here we are so i'll just um play the cards i've been dealt um this episode is about relationships and honestly like i don't have a lot to say about it like if you're listening to this um if you're the intended demographic of this podcast you are a teenager um what age i have no idea but you probably are a teenager or a little bit older i don't I'm not, like, a therapist, so I cannot give specific advice, but I feel like I have a logical side to me that is, that couples with the, um, more emotional or romantic side, but, um, that helps me, like, understand issues and fix them in the most reasonable manner, so... Maybe that's why people always ask me for relationship advice because they wouldn't know um, about my relationship experience because I truly don't tell a lot of people um, besides like my three or four close friends. But yeah, I, I don't know why. It's just like random, randomly I'll, I get people that ask me for it and I just, I'm like, I, I'm never going to like turn people down. If they need help, I'll be there to listen, keep an open mind. Um, but people always tend to ask me about these things, which 
I mean, they, they, they wouldn't have any idea what my past experiences with relationships and boys and whatnot are. So maybe that's why. It's just like I tend to be pretty open-minded about things. So maybe that sounded like a brag, but it really wasn't. I'm just trying to be objective about it. So, okay, so this episode is about relationships. If you're like me, you probably have stuck to texting and FaceTiming this past year um, to keep in touch with um, anyone that you don't live with. I have. I have not seen my friends in a whole year, um, much less anyone, any guy that I'm interested in. Um, I didn't really... I don't really have anyone that I'm talking to right now. I did a few weeks back like two weeks back and then it really just fizzled out um in two months and I we're just friends now so it's it's fine it's not like a big drama or anything and I wanted to get deep into what it means to be talking to someone because I feel like all my friends are like oh I'm talking to someone or I'm not talking to anyone right now that is like the new term for saying that you're like halfway platonically friends um halfway meaning the other half is just you're both kind of romantically interested with each other I've had a lot of those types of relationships and at some point they all start blending in and becoming this one massive blob of just waste of time actually take that back I don't think anything is a waste of time because when you waste time you realize most of the time that you could have learned from your wastage of time and then in the future you will try to avoid people like that guys like that girls like that whatever you're into and that's how I see it but you can't help but feel at the same time you can't help but feel like you're like you know what, if I if I didn't spend like five hours texting this person, I could have texted this other person that um that I was interested in that was interested in me, but I've missed that mark because I was texting this other person. So that is the kind of regret that I have. It's not necessarily that I um it's so hard to put my thoughts into words. I wish I wrote like a script or something. But what I'm trying to say is that... Okay, so here's like the crux of my argument. Um, texting someone means... Or talking to someone means that you're in a halfway there. You're in like the midway. You're in a fork of the road sort of situation. On one, on one of the paths that you could take with this other person is a good old regular relationship by which I mean mutually exclusive um or or if you're into like open relationships probably that but you do put a label on it most of the time and then the other part is just not continuing any sort of romantic um pursuit with this person and it's just all friendship it's very platonic and it's very um just regular friendship it's like, there's nothing special about it, other than that it's a friendship. 
that's what I mean by when I'm talking to someone. You will get so many of these kinds of relationships in your life and they will all start to blur together and when you refer to them in the future you'll just be like oh that's just someone that I was talking to oh these are just like all these people that I've been talking to because most of the time these sort of relationships have a very clear storyline and they all kind of crash and burn the same way at least they have for me so goes um you meet this person either through some sort of social media and maybe they like um comment one on one of your photos or um you get in a group chat with them on some sort of platform that's happened once it was so weird um or they like maybe they slide up on your story which is much more common and um there's like a period of time after that initial introduction Oh, another way is just, like, it's just, like, a distant friend of, like, they go to another school, they're in a different grade, they live somewhere else, um, maybe it's, like, your cousin's best friend, and it's just someone that's, um, not, um, not someone that you know, like, directly, it's not someone that you've, like, known for, like, ten years, it's just, it's a very distant person, originally. At least this is how it's been for me. I'm just, like, recounting my experiences. And, and so, yeah. It starts like that. And there's this period of, um, three weeks to two months, I guess, where it's all going super smooth. And it is basically a friendship, but there's, sometimes you get hints that there's, there is something else underneath all those regular old friendship things. And then there will probably be somewhere around the two-month mark where you guys are like, do you have feelings for me? Because um, I kind of do. And and when you figure out that both of you guys kind of feel the same way and you're like, you know what, maybe we should try to take a new turn in this sort of friendship that we've had. And then it goes from being completely platonic to um, a little less platonic and a little more romantic. And it's... Um, and then it will start to become um, progressively more romantic um, to the point where uh, somewhere along the line, you will literally feel like you're dating this person. This happens so many times and it's such a weird sort of feeling. You look forward to getting, I guess, good morning texts, a good night texts, and you want to stay up with them all night, texting, calling, whatever it is, FaceTiming. FaceTiming is the worst because I look like shit after 1am. I look like a dog ran over me. And then I call this the honeymoon period, by the way. This period of like, you know what? It's all going so well. I don't see this ending anytime soon. And I'm so happy that it's even happening. And then after this honeymoon period, you have like a slow decline. And this can last as long as it possibly needs to. Um many years many months a couple days but things start to deteriorate and you start seeing the the faults that you tried to ignore before and you start seeing the little flaws and annoyances that you never noticed and you start to see the things that you once thought were endearing as just rude or inconsiderate or 
um, are just straight up, um, annoying. So, that is the steep, then there's a steep decline period, um, right after the slow decline. The steep decline is when everything starts to go to shit, basically. Um, you probably have an argument or two, but you can just tell that the tension in the room has completely changed and I guess this is also the part where you start having regrets about wasting your time and about feeling like you could have just done better um you start putting faults on putting faults and blaming each other and yeah that's all I have to say about that and then after the steep decline is just the grand finale which is that it just gets over or you can just not have the steep decline and you cannot have the grand finale and just after the slow decline it's over and it just fizzles out those are the two sort of like pathways to a relationship being over and if you're unlucky or if you're lucky if you still like this person um a couple months or weeks or even years from the end of your or the fizzling out of your relationship you may um rekindle things which is worse and um as the saying goes never get back together with an ex uh yeah that saying holds up even if the person that you were talking to wasn't someone that you're dating now that's really all i have to say oh my god i can't i can't even count how many times that's happened to me it's been like the it's so talking to someone is like after it, there's really only two pathways. It's just, like, it can end or you could just be friends. And honestly, like, being friends with someone that you, like, had a romantic, like, I guess, um, feelings. You had romantic feelings for is, like, the worst. And I, I don't think that I'm capable of it. Though I try, um... Though I try, I don't know if I'm capable of it, but I, yeah, I I really just do my best. And, um, even though I don't have those feelings at all anymore for anyone that I've talked to, it's just, it, it, it is, it goes back to the thing that I was saying in the beginning where I choose to keep the good memories instead of making more new bad ones, um, that's just how I approach everything in life, and it applies to this situation too. I just choose to remember the good memories of the people that I, the guys that I've been talking to, instead of trying to put myself through hell because I don't feel the same way, and I know they don't either. And it's just annoying to have to make small talk. It's just plain out annoying, and it feels like, um, it feels like you're messing up what was there and getting in the way of the things that I've remembered that's I'm sorry if that doesn't make sense but I'm just like going off the top of my head right now I'm nothing to look at but yeah um (laughs) um I don't have more to say about it I don't want to, like, talk about everyone that I've ever liked, all the crushes I've had, all the guys I've talked to, 
that you have dated. I don't want to get into that. It's weird. It's like unlocking a box of, um, a box that I've, that's just been sitting in the attic for a long time. Not to say that I don't think about these things, but I don't often have discussions about them. And I actually kind of, um, I like that because I like not, not overthinking things, which is something that I do a lot of anyways. Um, so let's just, I'm going to keep the box in the attic for a longer time. And then maybe when I'm older, maybe when I'm very old and I can go ahead and unpack those things. My whole, like perception on life is just based around trying to shelter the few happy things and mend the broken things and um store away the sad ones and the bad ones that's all I feel about life and that's how I live all the time it's very hard to try to box away bad stuff but I've gotten better better at it and I've gotten better at just trying to keep moving forward um I was listening to this podcast and I've never listened to this podcast before until now um I think it was called hold on I have I just played it um this morning Okay, it's um, Anything Goes by Emma Chamberlain, and it is, it's a very, it was such a good episode, it was like about um, being basic, and there was like this thing that kind of stuck with me, what she said, and it was like, you should never have to need someone, you should never have to need people, you should wake up every single day and make the decision to um to want to have people in your life and yeah that I completely agree with that and I've been like I've been saying this for such a long time is that needing people is not healthy for you needing people implies that you cannot provide yourself with happiness And look, I am so grateful to have the people in my life that I do. And I I feel like they have impacted me in such a positive way that I genuinely never thought that I could feel so deeply for people. But especially my friends, or only my friends because I'm not like romantically in love with anyone. But wanting to have people in our life and appreciating them is completely different from needing them because needing someone is using someone as a crush or at least that's the way that I look at it um you shouldn't use people as a crutch to um sort of uh oh my god this is not this is not going as I planned I'm trying to like formulate my thoughts but nobody listens to this so I don't really give a shit um don't need people want them choose them choose to to want them in your life and choose to cherish whatever moments that you have in the moment because when you look back at them you will not feel like you would have you would be dead without people in your life 
you should know when you wake up every single day that if these people were gone, then you would be all, you would be all right. You would be self-sufficient. You should know how to make yourself feel happiness, feel content and calm and not need other people to be the only source of that. Find ways to make yourself happy, hobbies, um, work, if that's what you're into, um, and just other forms of entertainment or just, um, a sort of intellectual prosperity or whatever, but finding ways to be happy on your own is so important. But, um, I was listening to it.